running an efficient and optimized Shopify store can be very, very challenging with different themes, apps, plugins, different strategies out there. And what we want to do in this episode is break down six of the biggest mistakes that we've seen personally with our agency um, and mistakes that people are, they may not even think it's a mistake. Um, things like maybe speed, uh, analytics, um, just a little bit of a tease right there. But check out this episode. You're not going to want to miss this. You definitely want to implement something today from this episode. Check it out. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. One thing that is really interesting to me is the amount of people who are on Shopify and creating not only themes, but apps and like everything that goes along with it. So as we've grown our YouTube channel, um, shout out, you guys go check us out on YouTube for anything for Shopify and Facebook. But um, that was not supposed to be a selfish plug, but enjoy it. But my, my point is that um, we've had a lot of people hit us up for all these different apps and softwares that you didn't even think that you needed for your store like it's just to the point where it's like overwhelming these people are like all right we want you to partner with us no we want you to partner with us and one of them has two thousand five star reviews and the other one has three thousand five star reviews and so it can be really overwhelming and it can i don't know it just can be a lot so i think that you know for me just from an outside even looking in and looking out it's looking in to look out um just seeing all the opportunities and looking at all the different things, it's kind of hard to know what to choose. So I th- I feel good about this episode to help people and navigate them uh, through their store so they don't make the same mistakes and they don't get the overwhelm and they, you know, don't go down the path of, you know, where potentially cost them dollars. So that's just my thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. Plus, it's this is something that we've done with, with all of our e-com clients um, where we've broken down all their websites and seen you know what they they're doing wrong what they're doing right um so we have firsthand data on on some of the biggest mistakes that we see um store owners on shopify make um and things that we hopefully will steer you clear of um and then be things that you've never even heard of um and uh, uh, yeah i think this is going to be very very beneficial for everyone who has a shopify store i think that's going to be at least one of these things that um, you can improve on. Um, I know for sure. So, and and just to be clear, this is all everything that we do here for 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 Shopify and for e-commerce uh, is all part of our e-commerce accelerator process, um, where we make sure that uh, frustrated store owners can become more impactful store owners uh, by implementing implementing uh, like today we're implementing. Uh, alternatives and tactics and strategies on the actual website right to increase sales um but the e-commerce letter process goes through a lot of different things a lot of different aspects of of your business uh, including marketing advertising etc so in order to benefit fully from the whole program um we're going to be giving you um a link at the end of the episode uh, for you to check out a free training that we have um so that's just a little bit of tease um of what we'll be giving you at the end of this um episode but without further ado let's start with um one of the biggest mistakes that not only shopify store owners make but regular <laughs> website owners um and business owners 
where they have this mentality of, you know, once it's built, we can just forget about it, right? Uh, it's like a set it and forget it, build a website, build a Shopify store, and then you absolutely have no plan to to grow. You have no strategy. Uh, you think that you can do the bare minimum and people will come in and, and buy your product. Um, we see this every single time that we work with someone. Um, it, it's just, it's not something that, um, that's not the way they should be thinking uh, when it comes to building any sort of website or for this matter, a, a Shopify store. Even if you have the greatest idea in the world, uh, nobody's going to know about it because you don't have a plan to let people know about this great idea, right? So having an idea, having the right audiences, doing that research is all important. But besides doing all that and having a great product, um, you need to have a plan and strategy to grow that website, to grow the visitors to that website. So then you have a better opportunity uh, to sell more. Right. I think this gets broken up to like it's still this number one, but it, just to clarify here, because uh, we do both sides. We we grow e-commerce brands in our agency. So we see both sides, the marketing and the branding. And I think to clearly differentiate the two of them, marketing attracts the person for the first time, but the brand's what keeps them sticking around. So you may have an amazing website. Christian may design an amazing website for you for the brand side, but no one's going to see it and stick around if they don't have the marketing side. So you've got to figure out a way, a source to drive traffic there. Um, and so absolutely, uh, we, we've built some amazing sites and people were like, hey, so you know nobody's coming here. And we try to be as upfront as possible and just be as candid with possible as you know, even on here where we say, you've got to have a strategy and you know we've even implemented where hey what's your plan for marketing you know during the website process because we don't want you to build an amazing website with us and then not see results we want you to start implementing a strategy uh, to drive souls because that's the whole point you're building the site for uh, so almost to the point where it's even more important like i'd rather you have traffic you can fix a design problem if you have traffic mm -hmm. you can't really you know, optimize a website and then be like, hey, I put a new logo or I put a new color scheme or theme on here and, and it's going to make me more business. Because uh, if you don't have the traffic, it doesn't matter. So I just want to clarify the marketing and branding side of there. Um, so it was kind of like a 1A inside of it. Yeah, no, and, and I think with that too, maybe Shopify store owners may not think too much that they need to do SEO, but I think SEO is a very important component to, to driving traffic. Mm-hmm. And e-commerce SEO and Shopify SEO is a little bit different than your you know, typical website SEO uh, that you would normally do. So take that into consideration as well. If someone's telling you that you need to do SEO for your Shopify store, they're not lying to you. That's, that's a great way to uh, increase traffic to, to your store. Um, so keep that in mind when, I mean, when you're ha we're developing this plan to, to grow um, SEO is an important aspect besides, you know, marketing and advertising as well. Um, okay, so the another big thing that we see is stores that are just absolutely bloated with 20, 30 different apps and plugins. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> store owners just, oh, yeah, I need, that, I need that feature. I need that feature. I need that feature. I need that feature. And they just add apps to their Shopify store um, when what this is doing in the back end is just bloating your website with code and and things that I mean I've seen I've seen uh, stores that have four to five of the exact same app all installed 
sometimes even using them simultaneously where oh, they wow. they're using a pop-up right to i don't know to their homepage, and then they had this other app that they downloaded to have a pop-up on the at to card page and then it just like absolutely does not make sense to have multiple apps doing the exact same thing um so do not do that do not add every app that you see uh, be very very strategic and uh, about the apps it's kind of like a you know your store your shopify store is your house right you wouldn't just let anyone who knocks at your door uh welcome in and yeah hang out in my house um, you need to be very selective on the type of app that you're using um, do really thorough research on on the company behind the app as well uh, i think that's another thing that we see it's like sometimes these apps are created by i don't know not knocking anyone on the other side of the world but on the other side of the world it's just like one one person company um they don't have a, a support team they don't have uh, any sort of documentation um, and then you you add this app and all of a sudden your store gets hacked i don't know like obviously shopify does a pretty good job of vetting apps but um things like this happen all the time because store owners are just so adamant about adding everything and anything to their stores yeah definitely be discretionary with that um and while you do that it's kind of a, a kind of a piggyback from number two is to number three is the speed mm-hmm. so this is one this one's pretty easy but it's overlooked because people have a little vanity for themselves so they're like my website can be slower because it's mine versus if they go to somebody else's website and it loads slow, they're like, oh, I'm off of this thing and they get so frustrated. Well, guess what? People are going to get frustrated if your website's slow. You've got to, honestly, you've got to load it in three seconds max. And what I've even seen recently for e-commerce is people, they suggest 1.7, so less than two seconds mm-hmm. um, to really get some optimization in sales. And I can't remember what the number is, but anything above like three seconds, like for four seconds, for every second it loads fat slower, it's like potentially 10% of business that you could lose at that point. So take that with a grain of salt. Even if I'm off by 5%, imagine 5% of your sales every single time uh, or every single day or every single month being gone just because you don't have a website that's fast. So speed is something not to neglect. It's it, you do need a fast site. You do not want to frustrate people. Um, you could even lose customers who've been there for a while if they just get frustrated with your site. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Like that goes back to to having apps. Like having apps do bloat your website, and that's one probably one of the biggest things that Shopify even Shopify tells you um, in order to increase speed is to be easy on the amount of apps that you have on on your store and beyond the apps, obviously um, the content that you have in there. So. Make sure that your images are optimized. Um, make sure that you know the maybe even videos. Um, if you if you use any videos on your homepage and things like that, product pages that those videos are also optimized. Um, but they're not taking a lot of space um, on your website for people to load. And yeah, I think a lot of people what they may not realize is um, e- even running speed tests um, could also be maybe confusing. Because there's hundreds and hundreds of customers going to your website. I mean, hopefully, and they all have they're all in different locations or using different devices, different networks, uh, different speeds, and different things. So you definitely want to make everything possible, right? And in, in, in your wheelhouse, where you can provide for all these different devices and, and website speeds and providers uh, the best way 
you know, in the fastest way to to load your website. Um, so when you look at things like uh, speed tests and even Shopify's built-in one uh, could be a little bit misleading um, <laughs> because it's almost always a very poor score. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't get too carried away with with those scores. You just make sure that you're doing, you're hitting all those check marks on on best practices when it comes to speed. Um, and with that, I think that our, our next point, our next biggest mistake is absolutely ignoring analytics, um, very important indicators um, from, from the website. Um, even Shopify gives you a lot of data, actually, uh, right off the bat. Um, and then if you have the f- Facebook pixel, that will also give you a lot of good data. Um, and then beyond that, I mean, maybe we're advocating to add an app, but things like Hotjar, for example, you're able to tell exactly um, where people are going on on your website, what pages, what buttons they're clicking, where they're actually looking into, uh, whether they're reading. Um, so knowing what metrics to follow on your website um, and knowing what numbers to look into um, is very, very important. I think one thing is understanding them and then the other one is actually tracking them um, and making sure you have some sort of, I don't know, you need a simple spreadsheet, right, to to keep track of, of the changes that you're making and how are those changes um, affecting your, your website. And I think, you know, at the bare minimum, looking at comparing your, your new data with your old data to see is are things getting better or are they getting worse? Are you adding apps and it's slowing it down? Do people stop going from page two to page three? So, like, you can see how many sessions that somebody has. You can see the total orders that you have. You can see total visits to your site. Those are all things that are telling you something. Uh, some of them are actual indicators and some of them are like pre-indicators, meaning like if you get less traffic over time, if you get less traffic, you're going to get less sales. It's just the simple fact. So using that data to help you make decisions is gonna is going to put you in a position to be successful long term. <laughs> growing and scaling a profitable online business can be difficult, especially if your strategy has been to watch YouTube videos and ask your friends questions. But when you have a proven strategy in place, growing gets much easier. We created a free training that covers the exact framework we use for every one of our online store owners. This five-part strategy will be your secret weapon to increasing your ROAS, return on ad spend, average order value, and repeat customers. And these are the tactics you can implement today. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing your online store, stop spending hours on YouTube, then click below to get access to our free training to start scaling your store today. One thing that I think to pay most attention to for your for your analytics is like the amount of time that one person spends on your website. So if they only spend 30 seconds, well, they, you, they probably didn't interest them. They either didn't like your product or they didn't like what you said about the product. And so they left. So what can you do there? A lot of times it's just trial and error testing to figure that out. But you do need to be paying attention to that data so that when you start to do things like Facebook ads or Instagram ads and you send people there, it's not the people aren't going to bounce off because um, this is a huge thing to be focusing on is is your website. Um, so I, I think that kind of tr- segues very nicely to uh, the next one we have here, which is writing poor product descriptions. Now, most people uh, that I've seen product wise, if it's a single product, they do OK. But if it's multiple products 
it's just more of more of the same like hey this is a blue cup or this is a black dress they don't go into detail about who it's for they don't have any adjectives to describe the product so it's just bland it's just very generic go look at something like nike go look at something like you know an aloe yoga or you know any type of brand like that and what you're going to see is like these shoes are built for athletes or these shoes are built for somebody, you know, who wants stability in their life or whatever that is. Like Nike does a good job of using adjectives to describe who this is for. So good product descriptions can absolutely um, make or break your site because if they get all the way to the point where they're going to choose between you and somebody else and then they read that product description, like, eh, that's really not for me. I'm not really that interested in it. Uh, Then they may go somewhere else. Yeah, I think the even beyond the product description like just paying attention to your product page right your product pages should be the most important part of your shopify store yeah um, because that's where this the, the actual decision making happens and that's how you should be looking into it every product page is almost a a landing page for that particular product and that's where the the customer makes that decision whether they're going to add it to the cart or not add it to the cart um, so even beyond going to product description uh, which, by the way, we have a, a YouTube video on writing good product descriptions and mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you need to cover in there. So I would definitely go to YouTube.com and then search for Bit Branding's channel. And then in there you will see it's probably one of the most recent videos um, on how to write good product descriptions. Um, but I think beyond the product description, treating that page as a, as a landing page, um, adding things like uh, if you're selling garments and, and shirts and pants and things like that, adding a sizing chart. Right. Letting people know exactly, you know, how this product fits, um, adding product reviews um, for that particular product. Obviously, depending on on what you're selling, uh, it may be harder uh, or even easier to add some of these things. But these are things that you need to be paying attention to on your product pages because your product page, if your product pages only has, uh, I don't know, five images, price at the cart and maybe related products at the bottom, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You need to do more than just that. Um, and I mean, yeah, if, if anything, if you get anything from this, like go look at your product pages, your product pages look like that. You definitely need to do more than that. Um, and I think that the last, last point that we have here, the biggest mistake is that, uh, store, store owners are not experimenting enough. So all the things that we talked about here today, um, are all experiments that you can do, right? They're all things that you can start implementing today. And, uh, that's what we highly encourage you to do is to start experimenting uh, with a lot of different things. Start experimenting with images, with videos, um, with running ads, with website speed, with the analytics, um, with getting rid of apps, um, just trying new things. Um, and even in, in, this, in this time where, uh, for example, like TikTok is killing it right now, and TikTok is, is, is positioning itself to be a, an awesome partner with Shopify. Um, are, are you even aware of that, <laughs> right? Um, are you aware that, you know, TikTok could be the, the biggest next e-commerce platform out there? Um, that's something that you need to be paying attention to and start experimenting with. Even if you just take today a couple minutes to even read an article about it. Um, start getting familiar with, with new things that are coming out and don't be afraid to start experimenting. Awesome. So... I was going to say, and Christian mentioned this too, like I think that if anything, you just go out and experiment, but take one of these things, one of these line items 
and um, go and try to make it better. So it's just it's a constant. The difference between a good successful store owner and a and one who's just average is that they constantly are trying to improve. And once you do that, and you can try to beat the time that you or the period that you had before, then you're going to be more successful, and then you're going to continue to build on that. And really, these are the pieces that you need for your Shopify store, but it's only one component. It's really the first component, but it's only one component of the five areas that you have to have in your business to scale profitably. Um, one of them, one of these key areas, the website, if you get this correctly, um, it, it could do really well for you if you get traffic, but you need the traffic. You also need other components to consistently grow and scale at a profitable rate. And that's why we created the free training for the Ecom um, Accelerator process. It walks you through, like I said, the five areas that are absolutely needed to help you find not only consistent sales, but predictable sales and scalable sales and take you to that next level. So um, this training is 15 minutes long and it will walk you through um, exactly what you need to have in place. And then we also have an option if you're to get at the end of the training, you're thinking, this is amazing. I'm going to go implement this but you want a more personalized approach, we have an option for a 45-minute strategy session where we'll walk through exactly what your store looks like and what strategy you should be implementing from the five-part pillars and how you can grow your scale your business. So that's a, that's an option. That's kind of an add-on bonus there is that strategy session. And I think that's really where you get a lot of value. So uh, make sure you go check out that training. It's 15 minutes. You can watch or listen um, in your car. Just make sure that you're going and consuming that content, taking notes, not while driving, and um, use those services or use that training to help you grow your business because that's what you're listening to this for. We don't want you guys to waste time. Go and implement these things. All right, so if you've been listening for a while, we appreciate you guys. And just want to ask you if you found value, no matter if you've been listening for one, two, uh, three months, or even you know three years at this point, we'd love an honest review. This helps us not only figure out how we can make the podcast better, but gives you some good exposure too because uh, you leave a review out there and uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout out here on the podcast. So go and leave an honest rating and review. And if this is your first time, this is your first episode, please make sure that you uh, subscribe. We will put out an episode every single Monday and we've been doing it now for three plus years. And so you know that we're going to be trying to add as much value as possible consistently for you. Um, and also, just a, um, just a reference back, if you're one of those people who's more of a visual learner, uh, you can go over to our YouTube channel, at Bit Branding, uh, just search it on YouTube, find it, and subscribe. We also put out multiple pieces of content there every single week. And as you know, YouTube's more of a visual platform, so we'll walk you through a lot of these things that we're talking about. So um, make sure that you guys are... Um, going and implementing things, taking action, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Peace. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 